Welcome to I Love This Thing So Freaking Much, a podcast about passion. My name is Sophie Katz, and today I am joined by Casey, an artist and home organizing consultant. Welcome to the show, Casey. Sophie, thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. So here's how this works. Casey will have three minutes to talk about something that she loves. This can be a person, place, thing, concept, activity, anything she wants. Our only requirement is that she loves it wholeheartedly and wants to tell us why. Are you ready, Casey? I'm ready. All right. Got my timer here. Now, what do you love so freaking much? I love tidying up. Now, tidying up's not to be confused with cleaning up, which is dealing with dirt and dander on surfaces. Tidying up refers to your items, the things that you keep around you, the things that make you happy. The most important part about tidying up is keeping things that make you happy and bring joy to your space, which is what I find so intriguing about the work. When I was younger, I had a lot of interest in sorting and organizing and trying to maximize the efficiency of my spaces, but I never really took into account the fact that you could get rid of things that were not interesting to you or didn't serve any purpose to you. I always felt like I needed to keep everything. So once I discovered tidying up as a concept and letting items go, it really spoke to me. It really can change your whole outlook when you start deciding to let go of things that no longer serve a purpose or bring happiness to you. And I love doing that and helping other people with that because I can see how their space improves and how their outlook on things improves just by clearing space for new things that may bring them more happiness in their space. For example, I worked with a couple clients who had a bulk load of cookware because they were hoping and under the impression that they would love to cook, but over 10 or 15 years, they had never done any cooking. So I sat down with them and I said, look, if this is something you're really passionate about and you want to do right now, I would encourage you to keep all of it. But if it's not something that you are actively pursuing in your life and it just makes you feel guilt that you are not doing it, it may be better to let some of it go. And in the end, they did let most of it go. And it was a weight lifted off their shoulders. Like you could just feel the energy of their kitchen improve drastically because they were no longer feeling shamed by not using all of these appliances and juicers and fancy pots and pans. It really can make a difference. Our items are not just the things that we keep in our space, but they're a representation of the life that we're living and the things that we're passionate about. And if you hold on to things that aren't a true reflection of who you are in your current moment, it can be a sign of different things weighing on you. So I think that's the best thing about tidying up for yourself or for other people or clients is just, it's not just about the stuff. Go ahead and finish your thought. Sure. It's always addressing something else important in your life. And it's really a therapeutic experience for everybody involved. That's really interesting. Thank you for telling us about tidying up today. Mm Mm-hmm. You made an important distinction here between thinking that you need to keep everything and keep it all organized versus realizing that you can and should let go of things that no longer serve a purpose to you. How did you come to this realization that you can and should give things up? Well, it's going to sound a little basic, but I 
truly, I came across the organizing profession and the concept by watching Marie Kondo's show on Netflix. I think it came out in 2019. Uh And her whole mantra is keeping things. It's not getting rid of things, but it's keeping only things that spark joy. And by that logic, there's going to be things that you keep around that you start to realize are producing negative emotions in you or feelings of guilt or a logical reason for keeping it, despite the fact that you've never touched it. So really, it was just that show that kind of gave me a breakthrough. It was like an aha moment, like a light bulb going off. And I immediately, over the course of a month, cleared out probably a third of my things that I'd been cramming into me and my boyfriend's one bedroom. Mm -hmm. And the space just instantly lifted. And I was like, okay, I want to do this for other people if I can. Definitely. If it's not too personal a question, do you want to share an example of something that you thought you needed to keep and then realized you didn't? Oh man, there's so many. A lot of things when it came down to it, when that moment clicked, it was a very quick, why am I holding on to this? And I tossed it mm-hmm. or donated it, you know. But the one thing that was really hard for me was older sentimental trinkets, stuff that I used to keep in my childhood bedroom but I had no desire to have displayed. And I found, I just had boxes of them shoved in the closet. And there's still some that I keep because I like to pull them out and look at them and they make me happy and bring back good memories. But there were some that I was just solely keeping because I didn't want to forget the moments that I owned those things. Mm. I had connected them to a time period in my life and it was very difficult. And it actually took me several pass-throughs of that collection of things to get rid of a majority of it because when it comes down to it I'm not going to forget those moments and I don't need this plastic giraffe for example to remind me of those moments it was really just the fear of forgetting that was making me hold on to this stuff that now that it's gone I don't miss it in the slightest (laughs) it's just more space for me to bring in things that will mean something to me in this current moment Certainly. And I I like that you mentioned that tidying up is not just about ending up with fewer things. It's giving yourself space to bring in things you actually want and need. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I feel like a lot of times one of our clients' biggest roadblocks is getting over that mindset. They come in with the expectation that it's going to be a strenuous chore and that they need to get rid of a certain number of things when in reality, the process is so much more enjoyable if you just think about what you would like to keep. And in the end, you normally get rid of more things that way and you end up accomplishing what your original goal was without all the pain and stress. And it ends up being a very relaxing experience once you get through that struggle. Yeah, it's a lot happier to think about the things that you get to keep than it is about throwing stuff away or giving it away. Absolutely. Yes. Do you have any advice about what to do with with the stuff besides just throwing it in the dumpster? Yeah, of course. Um, There's plenty of charities around. You can take your pick of any organization. Also, I tend to use for my own personal stuff. I use Facebook Marketplace a lot. Even stuff that I know will not be worth trying to sell for cash. If you can bulk related items together and list them as free, a lot of times if there's more than one item, people will still come along and collect it, at least in the city. I'm sure that's probably trickier in rural areas, but that would be my best solution. 
And of course, recycling is always an option. I know Goodwill does a lot of fabric recycling for clothing. Mm -hmm. So even if you think something's not worth giving to someone to wear, they will do recycling programs and make rags and stuff like that. So it's always worth checking around in your local community and seeing what options you have. Something that you mentioned in your talk that really fascinated me was the idea that the objects in your life are a representation of the life you're living. And more than that, the items represent the life that we think we should be living. And that's the point where it becomes an extra weight, becomes an obligation. I would love it if you could talk a little more about that. Of course. It's really a dangerous balancing act sometimes because, of course, you want to have things around that inspire you and help you work towards the goals that you have in mind. But sometimes it's really about confronting yourself and being realistic and you have to accept the fact that, hey, maybe I spent a couple hundred dollars on this thing for a new hobby that I pursued for a few months and now I haven't touched in three years. At that point, if you're truly interested in getting back into the hobby, maybe you would have done it already. And it it really is a hard thing to confront yourself and be realistic and say, I spent this money. I'm no longer interested in this thing. It's time for it to go. But if you think about it solely in terms of money spent, money wasted, you're really looking at it the wrong way because you've really just, in the moment when you bought it, you were acknowledging a part of yourself. And now it's something that you've learned about itself. It's a richer life and more experiences that you've granted yourself. And just because it's no longer part of your life doesn't mean that it's a waste for you to pass it along and let it go. Yeah, it's a part of your journey. And maybe it isn't a part of your journey anymore. And you don't need to keep punishing yourself for that. Exactly. And I think the idea of items being worth the same amount of money as they were when people bought them is a real struggle for a lot of people. It's a real hurdle for them to get over because they'll spend $200 on this nice camera and then they only want to sell it for $200 because they think that's what it's worth. And it's like, no, the, the money that you spent was for yourself in that moment. The item no longer carries that purchase with it. You know what I mean? It's an investment in yourself. And the money is no longer an object. You can't consider the money an object when it comes to tidying up because you will get stuck and you will get knotted up in that guilt. It's hard not to get stuck on that. I mean, so much in our society is value is monetary value, how much you can work and how much you can make and how much you can show off, how much you spend is so much of what we value as a society. It's very hard to let go of that and look at an object, not as how much you spent on it, but what is its purpose in your life? It's extremely true. Yes. Especially tidying up can be a lot more difficult when you're in a financially unstable situation. There's that fear of, oh, I might need it again. And if I do need it again, I won't have the money to replace it. So I better hang on to it. It really just comes on a person by person basis, how much stock you have to take in the financial side of things. Is there anything that you don't like about tidying up? And if so, how do you handle that? The process itself? No, I find the process extremely, extremely rewarding. I do. So sometimes when you're working with a client, they never experience that, that moment where it makes sense. And it feels like you're just pulling out their items. You're getting rid of like one or two things, and then you're just putting them back where you found them 
but in a straight row. And that can always be a little disheartening because it doesn't feel like a whole lot of progress is being made, but you really can't rush that aha moment for people. And that's the most difficult thing about being in the industry professionally, because sometimes they just don't have that moment while you're working with them. And all you can do is hope that they will have it on their own later down the line. It could be that the interaction you have with them that day is just what gets the gears starting to turn in their head. Yes, that's what that's the hope. Yeah. And the fact that they reached out to you at all and were interested in your services at all already shows that they're thinking about it and something's something's in the works. But everybody's got a different timeline for that kind of thing. Casey, thank you so much for telling us about something you love today. Thank you for having me. This has been a blast. Absolutely. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. If you would like to learn more about Tidying Up or our guest, Casey, you can find her social media information in the episode description. And don't forget to use the hashtag LoveThisThingCast to tell us about the things you love. I Love This Thing So Freaking Much is a production of Through the Window Media. This episode was directed and edited by Sophie A. Katz. You can find us at Through the Window on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Tumblr. That is T-H-R-O-U, The Window, at all those social media sites. Be good to yourself, be kind to each other, and you'll hear from us again soon.